This episode is powered by Safety FM. Welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. I'm your host, Sheldon Primus. Here's the podcast where I teach you the business of being a safety consultant. And this week, we actually have a really, really special guest. And it's me. (laughs) I'm the special guest. Uh, But it's not the way you think. I'm the special guest of my brother Ken's podcast. So you guys are actually going to get a twofer. You're going to get two Primuses for the price of one. So Ken has a podcast called Threads of Enlightenment. And uh, you actually heard Ken's youngest son, who is Joshua. Joshua and his girlfriend, Ikumi. Uh, they make up the Primus Effect on the YouTube. That's me as an old man saying, on the YouTube. You go on the YouTube and you'll be able to get the Primus Effect. Uh, so anyway, my brother and I, uh, he got his love for podcasting through me doing the show and everything and constantly telling him, you know, you got content for a podcast, you know, you should do it. And he did it and he's been wonderful. And not only did he do one podcast, but he does three, which is Threads of Enlightenment, which you're going to hear today with me is the second guest will be episode two. So you'll have to go on his show to listen to episode one. See what I did there? Yeah, yeah. I got you guys going on to uh, Ken's show. Uh, he also has Blueprints of Faith. That's another one of the shows that he does. And then the last one is um, Mystery Bible. And if you are a theologian or wanting to be one, uh, he goes through uncanonized books of the Bible and a few other things. And um, truly, it is, is a really eye-opening show. But he has me on his Threads of Enlightenment show today. So if you want to, again, you could use this as starting to get to his show, too. <laughs> so you got deeper. Uh, so truly, you're going to hear us talk about all kinds of stuff. We talk about uh, race. We talk about uh, everything, including diversity and, and inequality of pay, all that stuff we, we discuss. So just hang out. We have fun. And hopefully you're going to have fun, too. And stick around. I got uh, at the end of this, I am going to come back and do a little wrap up for you. All right. So have fun listening to me and my brother, Ken, on his show, Threads of Enlightenment. This is going to be part two. To hear the Threads of Enlightenment Sheldon interview, part one, you have to go to Ken's website. All right. Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of uh, Threads of Enlightenment. And um, it's my pleasure again to bring my brother uh, Sheldon back for the second part of the interview that uh, we had initiated in the previous uh, podcast. And um, I'm having a lot of fun uh, doing these uh, interview with my brother because he was one of the persons that was instrumental in uh, helping me get the courage to step out and to do podcasts. So I'm really excited. And um, this one, I wanted him to uh, talk a little about uh, his story because that was uh, the catalyst that 
caused me to uh, bring him on because I realized that uh, in hearing his story that um, it is much of what uh, we talk about here and Threads of Enlightenment about our journey uh, to get to where we want to get to to achieve our dreams. And I know he had uh, talked a little about um, low self-esteem and all these different things that we had talked about. But um, let me um, bring him on and uh, we'll go from there. Hey, Sheldon, how are you doing? Welcome to Threads of Enlightenment. All right. Thank you. Hey, I can could, I could even give myself an applause. Oh, man, that's good. <laughs> I love this board. <laughs> uh, that's good to hear from you again, bro. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I um, I just confess that I didn't hear the first release, and I'm like, I'm waiting till after this one. I'm gonna listen to them both. Uh, it's funny. <laughs> I'm getting good feedback from uh, uh, all the people that uh, have been listening to it. Uh, contacted me and tell me that uh, it was good to hear uh, your story. So I know I had mentioned that you'd come back and uh, tell us some more um, of uh, your journey and uh, how you got to all the different places uh, through your journey. We talked uh, uh, about the solitude part of it, that you had given them advice of how to come out of that how to um, how to recognize you're there and how not to be afraid of being there. Yeah, and uh, truly the, the the story behind all that and the, the lessons is things that we all get. We all get lessons in life and we pass it on to whoever will ask us. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, this is, this is some of the things that I did to help me get out. Um, but it is... Uh, it's everyone's path, right? We got to figure out everyone's path. I could only give them a little bit of what worked for me and then they'll have to figure out what works for them, even down to scheduling. But uh, truly that's, uh, I'm I'm grateful that everyone got a kick out of the first episode. Excellent. So give us a little backstory um, as to uh, the young gentleman, Sheldon and um, what, uh, cause him to move from a secure position in the sense that how we are taught to live. You know, you come out, you, you, you get this job, you find your, your secure job, then you get your, your, your wife or husband and the kids, the mm-hmm. white picket fence oh, yeah. and all those other things. And uh, you had achieved much of that. And then uh, you look at it and go, well, I I think I need some more. Yeah, it wasn't enough. It wasn't ready yet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Well, I um, truly, I I would say from looking at where I am currently as a consultant to consultants, especially uh, those in the safety field, uh, the start of entrepreneurship is 
has been started, you know, way, way back in all of us. I, uh, I remember, uh, like in the eighties, I fancied myself as a young Michael P. Keaton. <laughs> remember him, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, family ties who was, uh, uh-huh. uh, I forgot the, uh, the actor. Um, uh, but, uh, it, that was just amazing at the time for me because I was always thinking, you know, I am going to be the uh, the black version of that. <laughs> I remember uh, <laughs> just you know, if even you know, saving money. I remember sometimes the, the I had to lend money to the to the older brothers and sisters, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> here I am, businessman. <laughs> and then you know, I remember one of your idols uh, was um, the CEO. Oh, Lee Iacocca. Walt Disney. Yeah. Yeah. At the Um, time in the 80s, Lee Iacocca for Chrysler was the man. For Chrysler was mine. Um, (laughs) You know, I I was fascinated in how he changed the mindset of of the people. And, um, uh, uh, you know, it was the same set of people. Mm -hmm. He didn't fire all these people. He just took the same set of people and took them from a failed company to a successful company. Yeah. And so I talk about him a lot of times. Yep. And I remember reading his book about um, I Am Iacocca, I believe it is, or Mm -hmm. Iacocca. At that time, I was like, uh, that's what I wanted to be. So I always had that thread in there. Um, The thing that I was missing, though, I had the drive, but I didn't have the experience yet. So the life experience is what really kicked everything in because truly uh, when I was starting to get of age of working, uh, I picked up jobs until I got married and divorced, (laughs) you know, that whole situation with the marriage and divorce. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, in between uh, my first wife and my current wife of 24, Four years, uh, we're uh, we're tipping the scale there. Congratulations! <laughs> I know it's pretty awesome, uh, but uh, truly, uh, between that time period, I was like, "All right, get my act together." I started looking for a job, and that's when I got hired on full time with uh, City of Orlando with the young legs, young back. I was jumping off of the uh, garbage trucks and picking up the garbage and putting it in, and. Uh, Still then, I was temporary, so I needed to to get a full-time gig. So after I figured out the full-time gig and they they, uh, allowed to hire from the temp pool uh, and I got into a waste order, then I actually liked that field because it it spoke to my science and my math. And uh, I figured if dirty water comes in, I do some magic treatment and all of a sudden clean water leaves this facility. I kind of like the, the science behind this thing. And I got, I got hooked up in that and I, I just wanted to keep getting better. I just wanted to keep uh, advancing cause it's going to give me pay for my new family. Uh, and I was working midnights too. So a big chunk of my career. I don't know if you remember like eight years worth of working on midnight shift that just messes up your mind, your body, your health, everything. It's just, you're stuck. And when people are supposed to be sleeping, you're awake. And when people are awake, you're sleeping and it was a mess. So yeah, I remember uh, oh, you yeah. had to adjust, uh, according to your schedule to visit and stuff like that. <laughs> That's true. And uh, I, I remember all, all the crazy stuff yep. uh, with your schedule. Yeah, so I, I honestly, uh, I always had two driving forces. One was just 
advance not only for the money but you want to advance so you could you know keep going up with um for me just making where i could feel better about another accomplishment so i guess if you're you're thinking about um uh, hers hersberg's theory of motivation uh he basically says there's there's two types of motivation one is intrinsic and one is extrinsic the intrinsic motivation says that um I am doing this thing because I'm going to feel satisfied when I get it accomplished. Internal. External is I am going to do this thing because I'm going to get a, a position or I'm going to get uh, some sort of uh, accolade or, or something in the society that makes me feel better about myself. So external. So those two goals for me was constant. I had internal goals of wanting to go back to school, get my bachelor's and then my master's. And then I had external goals that says if I do these things, I can also get a raise and then I could also provide for the family. So those are some of the things I, I had to struggle with is, um, and thank goodness I have a supportive wife because every time I'm like, you know, Hannah had an idea. Let me go back to school. <laughs> She's like, okay. And then she knows that we're going to be working around childcare and everything else. And then I'm like, yeah. you know what? I want my master's. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So now we know it's going to be another thing. Uh, but uh, that was one of the goals. The other one was, and just to be frank and to be honest, in order for me in my, uh, in my life and also the time where I was working for a government entity and kept going into government jobs, education was one way that I could set myself apart from other people so I could get in positions. And if you don't know in the U.S., there is still a big thing with race and it's global. It's not just the U.S., but in, yeah. uh, in Florida, as well as also in the in being in the U.S., uh, I had a tough time going up. I could get promoted to a certain level. And once you get mm -hmm. to this certain level, this was an expectation that, yeah, for your race and for your person, this is a good level for you. This you know, level, yeah. you're getting a good salary and you're, you're, you're comfortable. You see other people that looks like you at this level. And uh, that's where the expectation was. And I use the inner drive to push past that that says, I kind of break this somehow. I'm going to do it by personality. I'm going to do it by drive. I'm going to do it by dedication. If I got to be the funniest guy in the room, I don't care. I'm going to do something to advance past this invisible wall or ceiling. And that actually was a driver to me for almost every major change had a component of race. And it, I know everyone's going to have their own component, but for me, that was what was the, the catalyst, the driver that says, you know, man, I am not being valued in this area. I know it's because if I was a lighter shade of or melon or, or less yeah. melon yeah. in my, in my, in my uh, pigment, then uh, I probably would get this position. Uh, and even to the point where I made the highest position and that I was going to go, I got my master's to get even higher. Uh, it was a point where truly I was the lesser of my peers and the only constant was, or I should say the only difference was, was my color. So truly mm -hmm. I, I, uh, 
I found out later on that all my other peers in the same level of me were given vehicles to take home, which I've always seen, but they never paid for it. Nothing like that. I asked for mine and they're like, oh, you don't want one anyway. You're going to have to pay for your insurance. Don't, it's, it's not all what it's cracked up to be is the answer I got. Exactly. That was truly the answer I got. <laughs> so I'm like, what? So I ended up just like after a while and then a new administrator came in and he was the good old boy system and I got burnt out and I said, I'm going to either settle with living a life with little indignities every single day, mm-hmm. giving up a piece of myself every single day just to get a, a, a check that I know if I give myself the same kind of uh, value system or even more, I could probably do better than this very good check I was making, but I would have my own worth, my own intrinsic motivations. And now in this case, it turned out to be a business. And that's, that's yeah. the, let's say the special sauce behind what I'm doing now is uh, when I got the, the drive connected with two other things. One was the motivation, both intrinsic and extrinsic. And then the other thing was, I had to keep giving myself opportunities. Let's learn something new. Let's do something new. Let's push something to something new. And those little three things together is like a three-footed uh, stool. And if you were to take out the drive, I would go stagnant. You take out the the actual me doing self-development, I'll go stagnant. Mm-hmm. And then of course the the other leg of that tool of that stool would truly be my motivation. If I stop being motivated, and go stagnant. So yes, that was the, uh, that was the, the long and short, the catalyst of, of, uh, what kept me pushing, kept me going, kept me going. I know your, your, your story. It's, um, uh, very common in, uh, from the black person side of the, the conversation, because I remember dad, telling us some of those type stories. I've uh, encountered some of those type um, um, stereotypical uh, uh, things that people look at us uh, as. And um, maybe some of our audience, even because uh, they are female, they would encounter some of those um, uh, those uh, uh, um, if I want to say, uh, perception mm-hmm. of uh, who Ex- you are and so forth. Expectations. So, they expect you to yes. be like this. Yes. And so they expect you to, to, to behave and act a certain way. And, you know, they're talking about, uh, uh, and it's absolutely unfair as far as I, I'm concerned, equal pay, f- equal pay for, equal, for, for a person that does the same work, whether it's a black person or a female person we're talking about equal pay if you're qualified for that mm-hmm. then you ought to receive the same pay and yeah. so as Sheldon was talking about it's these internal forces that are uh, if you were listening were driving him 
based on some of the external uh, forces that was pushing on him as well. And uh, between that particular uh, inertia with uh, forces pushing back and forth, mm -hmm. he had to make some decisions and uh, to decide, okay, am I going to submit or am I going to become a fighter and push a little farther, uh, whether it's through uh, training, whether it's through um, uh, you're getting different degrees, whatever it is, you know, you just have to keep moving. Yeah. And that's the truth. It's, it's just constantly, uh, it's life, isn't it? When you really start thinking about it, uh, if you are living and this is saying you looking at your day from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep, uh, that is, it is a asset and as well as it is a resource that is not infinite. We're not going to always have the mornings and the sunrises and sunsets. So therefore, everything that you put in in between the sunrises and sunset is life. And yeah. I am trying to figure out uh, how do we make this life where I am having fun every moment, including work. And now that is when you are in Nirvana, where even if you're working a job that you're clocking in and out of, but you're having fun and you're enjoying it, you're putting that sunrise to sunset to the best of your ability for that moment. And yeah. that's that was my life for a long time. And then um, an awakening, an epiphany happens for me that says, I want a little bit more of this paradigm. Uh, and it's not happy, basically, what it boils down to. I'm not happy anymore from this sunset, sunrise to this sunset. And it's been too many of those sunrise and sunset uh, groupings that I've just went through that I haven't been truly happy. What do I need to do next? And, uh, yeah. and that was the, the catalyst to uh, truly figuring out what excites me. And then also, uh, what can I do to actually make physical dollars right now? Because <laughs> you need to think of the practical things. And then from there, how do I plan to get the physical dollars for next month, two months, three months? And, uh, and that little balance over there is right now thinking, future thinking. And you, you kind of have to get that balance without going out of, uh, out of kilter and get yourself burnt out. Exactly. And um, I know in, in, uh, I had outlined in the book certain things like, uh, uh, and those chapters uh, in those books are basically exactly what happened to me because I had to go through the aspect of self-love, um, respecting myself enough to want more, um, having the faith to believe, as you mentioned in the last interview, having the faith to believe that I deserve more. Um, these are all of the uh, conflicts uh, and conversation that you have to have in yourself. Um, and that's in your place of solitude. When you're, you begin to probe yourself, you begin to ask questions, you begin to get insights, you begin to, I, I grew there, man. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where I, I grew and I gained a lot of uh, perspective. And I realized in my solitude that the key to all of it 
was my perspective. If I control my perspective of how I looked at a situation, I can conquer that situation. <laughs> and uh, for you, I, I'm not too sure how much your audience knows your background. Now, maybe I should preface with that one. <laughs> but Ken came from a time where uh, when he had his kids were young and they're all four in a row, you know, they're, you know, yeah. stair steps as far as age groups um, and truly um, a wife like not only was she stealing money, <laughs> like taking it out of the account, but, uh, you know, the kids weren't getting met. And he says, hey, I'll keep paying you. Just give me my kids. You you obviously can't take care of them. I will help you. Let's take care of the kids. I will, you know, ch our children first. So uh, I'll still pay you our supposed alimony that it was just an agreement between you guys. And, you know, then truly that day you got two and the following day you got the other two is, is and and then that's uh, what early 30s i recall maybe it was 35 when i went through uh, my my divorce when when we got when it was finalized yeah um and uh my sons are a grown men uh in their 30s boys. now uh they're all in their 30s um uh, gentlemen that I'm very proud of what they have done with their life. Um, and I got a chance to be a spectator. Um, and that's all I am uh, right now, mm -hmm. uh, a spectator. Um, I did the single dad thing, um, made a lot of mistakes because no one has given us a... Um, a a blueprint catalog or, or, or some kind of things to do yeah. that. And but, also kids uh, will try you. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, you do the best you can with the knowledge that you have. And your hope is that the next generation will learn a little more than you had and take it a little further to take that your family to a different level. And so it's just um, a baton that is passed mm -hmm. from one generation to another. So as you gain insight, as you gain little nuggets, uh, the hope is that you would now deposit that into your children and they still have to find their own path. Mm -hmm. I mean, they can only take the information because my dad was trying to get us to do certain things and we didn't do it. That's right. <laughs> I had to find my own path. Got to find so your own path. Sheldon has to, yeah, Sheldon has to find his path was yeah. totally different from mine. Well, if I my did what they was. wanted, I would, I would be in the ministry right now as a missionary somewhere, you know, in deep Africa. <laughs> we all would have been we somewhere. Uh, and I love Africa. me some Africa, you know, I've been to Kenya <laughs> and Zaire, which is the Republic of Congo now. Uh, but truly, uh, I think especially what you just said there is, is again, part of life where uh, we're all seeking immortality in some way. We want to make yeah. our mark in some way. So uh, that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast. You know, imagine my kids being able to uh, play different episodes of me to their grandkids and then their great grandkids and their great, great grandkids. It says, Hey, mm -hmm. here is your great, great, great grandpa Sheldon. You could see his YouTube video. You could hear his podcast. And now, 
you know, in a way now I'm, I'm immortal to my line of the family. They'll always be able to see something from me. So that in itself is so powerful in, in the thought process of what is this sunrise to sunset today going to be like where maybe someone will have a story about me 20, 30, 40, 50 years later, uh, long after, you know, my, my ashes are, are spread or, or in a jewelry for my kids to remember me, you know, no. long be after that. Yeah. One of, uh, the things that I um, personally, I know it happened, Sheldon and I and uh, my brother, Mark, we had an opportunity um, sometime last year to um, sit down with our dad and we taped him. We, we, we were going to try and put some together uh, to create a podcast with it. I, uh, that's what I, I had grab Sheldon. I said, I wanted to sit down and talk to our dad. And from that conversation, we had a three plus hour conversation with him. And uh, he was telling us specific stories that we remembered as kids, but we remember it from our point of view, but we never understood his point of view. What was driving him to do what he did as we saw how he did. And it was for me, Sheldon, Mm -hmm. it was very profound um, to, I got a better understanding of our father from that conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And even like, I remember he, he mentioned something and this is uh, for, for you guys listening uh, right now, we're in 2021 and the time of this uh, recording, uh, the time that we recorded my dad and we, we truly, I brought my board. I've got a, a Rodecaster Pro board and I hooked mm-hmm. up three mics there and we yeah. had him on a headset mic in his bed and uh, me and Ken are on our own mic. And then my brother Mark called in and I patched him in through the board. So all three of us were able to talk to my dad and during that time there was actually the breaking news about the uh, immigration in the u.s where uh the former president uh the administration there were getting kids at the border and then uh the children were being separated and it was a big issue in uh in the states during that time and i know they're still trying to be a reel from that and get that right uh but i think a a hundred of those uh, families are reunited as of now in 2021 which is great and they're going to try to do more but uh my dad mentioned since he was an immigrant and my mom and uh, in cases they were undocumented uh, at times. So we, I I just had a a strong feeling of if what was happening now in this climate was happening, then we probably would have such a different life because either one of our parents would have gotten deported uh, or both (laughs) and then not be able to get back possibly or get back further. Uh, But then also the other thing was uh, it it gave me such a, a, a understanding of how strong they needed to be to make this decision in the seventies and come 
coming into a politically charged community with black and uh, and and brown people's initiative in the 60s, late 60s is when they were coming in, uh, had me as 71. Uh, so during that time period, I'm we asked them about racism. We asked them about yeah. the other things. And yeah. uh, some of the stuff that really stuck to me was uh being black in America during that time period, everyone assumed that you were American black as opposed to Caribbean black. They didn't know your culture, your history or anything else, your drive or anything like that. But they made, my parents made the concerted effort to, we are going to live our lives like this. And this is our standard as opposed to other standards. And we're going to be judged according to that. And he said he always kept his eyes on the prize of I'm getting my family to America. I don't care what else is happening. I'm getting my family to America. And uh, he told us some stories that uh, uh, mythology (laughs) Mm -hmm. that uh, we heard as kids uh, and it was actually true of how we got to the United States um, was a financial windfall that my dad had at the time. And it caused that to have him bring us over. And I remember he was, I remember mom talking about stories also when uh, they had to hide at work when the um, immigration uh, immigration people were coming and uh, how they deported some of the people. And she was always, uh, she felt that God was always leading her uh, before they showed up. Uh, she felt God would say, do this, do that. And she was obedient enough mm-hmm. to that. Every time she did it, she was the one that got away. Yeah, and that's just powerful when you really think about the the action that a person did to say, I need to better myself or find a way to make my next generation get better. That's the, that's the plight. That's the same thing we're just talking about. We want to try to make sure that as we're coming up, we learn things. And then when we learn them, pass it on to our kids so they can learn it, pass it on to our grandkids and you know, let it keep going. Uh, and that was what, you know, they were struggling. They were, Going outside of the law, breaking the 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 that that little box that we've got that says immigration rules, mm-hmm. uh, for those yeah. reasons. And I know we need immigration rules. I'm not saying that yeah. we we've got to flood the the country, but uh, there's got to be some happy medium where uh, the Statue of Liberty and the the encryption the inscription on that uh, still stands today, but in some modernized system that would be fair, that would be uh, something that we could model i'm sure there's other countries doing it so find that and model it you know that's like every business you find a role model you see if you could get some coaching and then now you you build on what you just got coached on no that's how a lot of the um those guys are making money you tell you model yourself after them and then you 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 step out and follow the model and so um as you hear shelly and i uh, having our conversation, uh, the thing that uh, is over and over is that you have to find something big to motivate you, whatever it is, um, your family, uh, the love of your family. 
the fact that you want your family to have a better, um, I guess, passing of the baton, if you will, uh, whatever that thing is for you, grab all of it um, and don't stop. I mean, if it's to get your schooling, get your schooling. If it's to uh, uh, move to a different job, move to a different job. Sheldon, uh, he was in a secure job and he moved from that to take a, a step into an industry for him that was not as secure. He has to build his business. He has to come up with client, but those bills are still there. So you have yep. to <laughs> find what's that motivation is to help you conquer your situation because the bills are not going to change, but you make the change and you finding your way through as you navigate to this new path that you're creating, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I truly believe as, as, uh, as the saying goes, you know, you've, a lot of people will, will say you've got to, you got to spend some money to, to make some money. Uh, and that's true. I actually believe that that's true, but, uh, it, it goes beyond just money. It's like, uh, you have to take a chance. <laughs> in order yeah. to get big chances to come back at you it's it's a it's like a law of of uh i forget what it is that there's there's one of the principles where basically you have to you have the intention the law of intention uh so you have to make sure that you got the intention to do it that's the good start that sets the the, the energy in motion and then after that you, you still got to start. You still got to do it. Yeah. You still got to do podcast one. You still got to, you know, make that first bid uh, and fill out that, that bid opportunity or whatever you're going to do with your business. Uh, then that's putting some action to the intention. Get those two things together and life can begin to change. Excellent. Uh, Sheldon, I want to thank you, man, for um, uh, coming and spending some time with us at Threads of Enlightenment. I do appreciate it, man. Well, no, it was great. Thank you. Uh, here, I'm going to pop some champagne for us. <laughs> I, I, love I think this I'll board. drink some of that. <laughs> so Thanks, yeah. bro. <laughs> but um, again, it was an honor for me to bring my brother on because he was uh, instrumental in helping me uh, to start my journey in the podcasting um, arena. And I still call him for advice. I call him to, to um, strategize all these different things. So um, find your team as you begin your journey. Um, Sheldon will tell you because I know he has his team. Yeah, absolutely. Including his wife and some other mentors in his field and outside of his field. Yep. And that's the key. That's a good point. I know we're, we're throwing some extra here. When you're in Louisiana, they call that lanyap, which is like a baker's yeah. dozen where you get one extra thing you didn't expect. So here's some lanyap for you. Uh, 
the team aspect is great. And it's, um, if you even go to uh, Napoleon Hill's book, uh, Think and Grow Rich, uh, yeah. the, the mastermind concept or the group who, who are together and you're all seeking the same thing. You may not be in the same industry, but you're in the same mentality of growth, your same mentality of change, the same mentality of business, acumen, whatever it is, the, the group of you get together and you're going to hold each other accountable, which is the key. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you're also going to exchange ideas from different views and together that mastermind concept uh, is going to grow your business. And don't worry about trying to to fabricate a group. They're going to come to you. The only thing exactly. is, is you're going to have to formalize it later on or, or something. Formalize it just means, you know, truly you guys are going to have to put it in the calendar when you're going to meet. <laughs> but mm-hmm. other than that, they'll keep coming to you. All of a sudden you'll be talking to someone, you know, hey, this is the fourth time this week I called Ken and man, we should really just, just get together and, and just strategize over things. I just like the way we we have synergy together and that's how it'll work excellent um well this is uh as shellen said you got your helping and uh, (laughs) it's time for us to try and uh let you guys go i appreciate you coming to threads of enlightenment and listening oh welcome back to the episode I bet you guys had some fun with that one, hearing me and my big brother just kind of talking about just about everything, a little bit more about my story you got there and a little bit about Ken's story and his life and just knowing not to give up and just keep going. I know we talked a little bit and it got us into the the uh, diversity aspect, but truly that was a catalyst to me and gave me my story as where I am right now. So you got to to hear it. Um, and I am just grateful for Ken to have me on to hear episode one, or to say, uh, the first part of this interview, you have to go to wherever you listen to podcasts or wherever you're listening to me right now, chances are, it's going to be the same place. Uh, so what you're going to end up doing is you're going to look up Ken Primus. So go ahead, type in his name, K-E-N-P-R-I-M-U-S. Type that in into whatever service you listen to podcasts. You're going to see three podcasts. So you'll be able to pick through Blueprints of Faith, Mystery Bible. But definitely you want to get episode one of my interview or his interview with me uh, on Threads of Enlightenment. So look for episode one, I believe was aired on April 1st. Uh, 2021. So that's, uh, that's your homework. While you're there, might as well subscribe to his podcast too. So go ahead, hit the subscribe button for Threads of Enlightenment. You get to hear Ken, get some good information that's going to help you with your consultancy and, and just your mindfulness in life. Then the next thing that you're going to do is while you're there, might as well look up Safety Consultant Podcast. Even though you're listening to me now, it doesn't mean that you actually subscribe to me. So that's a good thing to do. I've been actually looking at uh, some of my rankings and it's going up. So I really appreciate you guys for that. And what I would say is, can you please pass me on to someone else too, so that they could also get the good information that's coming to them. And if you can, and I really would appreciate it, go through your uh, subscribe button like you, like I just told you, but not everyone could do this. I understand, but go ahead and give me some sort of rating 
That'd be wonderful. Give me a rating. A five-star rating will be incredible, but I'm not pushing that. Whatever you feel is right. And then also, if you have a chance to just drop a couple of lines in there, let me know what you think and let everybody know what you think of the podcast so that as they're looking at the liner notes and they get stopped by a picture, then they could read a little bit about what other people think about this podcast. And if they see five stars and good reviews, then I say, hey, I think I want to listen to this one, too. So if you could do that, that'll be great. I appreciate it. That's a wonderful thank you for all the stuff that I'm giving to you. I would greatly appreciate that. Uh, So I am going to leave you guys. And uh, just, again, thank you for being with me. Thank you for uh, all the support. If you want to get a little bit more information about being a safety consultant, I invite you to sign up for the Safety Consultant TV, which is a video on demand service. But if you go to safetyconsultant.tv right now, there's an offer for 30 days off. So the month of April, we're going to have 30 days off. Uh, So all you would have to do is go to safetyconsultant.tv and you could get your free 30-day subscription. And what that's going to do is give you an opportunity to go through all the playlists and get a good idea. I'm still adding more things to it because it's a video on demand service. You know, if you're going to watch me on your uh, iTunes or your iPad, or if you're going to uh, watch me on your Apple TV or your Roku or even your Fire Stick as an app, then I got to make sure I keep giving you guys some good information. So you're going to see things regarding specifically safety consulting and getting every aspect of your business, such as marketing aspect and everything else. I give you tips on those, but I give you tips on OSHA compliance as well. And then there's even a playlist in there for mindfulness and safety. So come on, you got a little bit of everything going on over there. So uh, I would really like it if you could stop by safetyconsultant.tv and sign up and use code consultant. So any plan, if it's going to be a monthly, annual, whatever, it's up to you. But just make sure that you put the code consultant that's the code you want to use so once you add that code that's going to give you that 30 day free so you can kick the tires a little bit kind of cool you can watch it on your own tv look at that all right thanks for uh everybody hanging out with me i will see you next week you got this thing man uh next week we're also gonna have uh taha khalil tk He is from Saudi Arabia, and he's going to be my guest next week. So prepare for a wonderful episode next week. All right. Go get him. This episode has been powered by Safety FM.